Welcome to Interwork with Marianne Walker, certified life coach for the helpers, healers, and anyone who wants to up-level their life. Life is what you make it, and here we make life pretty great. Come on in. Well, hello, Lord. Welcome back. So first, a little bit of news. My family is actually in the process of moving across the country. We are leaving our home of 15 years here in Kansas and preparing for a move west to be closer to family. And let me tell you, like there are a lot of feelings coming up for all of us around this move. It is essentially the happiest sad I have ever felt. (laughs) I am both very excited to live near family again and near the mountains that I've missed so much after being away for so many years. And also, this is the only home that my kids remember. We've built a life here and we're leaving behind some pretty amazing friends. And that's always hard. So since my life is currently in chaos, (laughs) you may notice a couple things moving forward. So first, my social media might not be as busy as it usually is because I am more busy than I usually am. (laughs) So because of that, I am lightening my client load a little bit. So if you are interested in working with me, let me know. I am going to be taking a break from coaching from mid-July to mid-August or so. And my current client list will get dibs on my time. And also, I am going to be adding more slots coaching-wise once we get settled. So if you would like to be at the top of my wait list to get worked into my August-September calendar, you can email me and let me know. You can find me at Marianne at MarianneWalker.life. And yes, I will link all of my contact information in the show notes as well if that's something that interests you. You might also notice a difference in both the sound quality and my energy level over the next few episodes because frankly, I am pretty exhausted from packing and doing all of the home repairs. And also, my house is a little bit more empty and a lot more echoey these days. So thank you for your patience during this time of transition. So I've discovered a few thoughts about myself as we're getting ready to move, and I thought I would share a few of those things. So first, I've learned that I'm really pretty unattached to quite a bit of my furniture. I mean, yes, there are a few items that I really love and I want to keep. And also, I'm okay with selling much of it or giving it away. So that was kind of interesting to learn. I've also learned that I am ridiculously emotionally attached to my plants. (laughs) I love plants and most of my plants have come to me from friends that I love dearly. And I am not joking when I tell you that I think of these friends every time I see and care for my plants. And because of this, my plants really feel like my friends. And so while I am really cool with getting rid of our way too heavy kitchen table and our two-year-old sectional couch, I find myself trying to figure out how exactly to travel with as many plants as possible (laughs) to our new home. And it sounds so super impractical when I say it out loud. And trust me, like even I think it's silly, but it is what it is. I love my plants. I have also learned that when I am exhausted from packing and cleaning and doing all the things, sometimes this exhaustion makes it easier and sometimes it makes it harder for me to get rid of stuff. So for example, when I opened up my junk drawer, like don't judge that I have a junk drawer. I know we all have a junk drawer, (laughs) but I decided to just pull out a few of the good working pens and a few of the sticky notes and literally just dumped the rest of it in the trash. Like I took an entire drawer and I just dumped it. Meanwhile, even though I know that for me, I am mostly an audiobook person, I did find myself struggling to sort through which books to bring and which ones to donate. And so, so many of these are actually boxed up and coming with me across the country because I just decided, oh, I'm just too tired to make this decision right now. So I'm going to package those up and I'll decide on the other side. So it's just really funny to notice that, that it really can impact things in both ways, make things easier or make things harder just because you're tired. And then there is the house itself. It is a very interesting experience to look around your home of 15 years and wonder what people will see 
and what they will think when they walk in through the front door with the intent of considering this home for purchase. So for example, will they focus on and fall in love with the bonus room like we did when we moved in? Will they like the paint color that we chose? Will they focus on all of the flaws? Or will their focus be on the fresh paint and the new flooring? So we have been working so hard to fix things up before putting this place on the market. And I'm really hoping to have our home listed by the time this episode drops. So that is my goal. And I think that we are on track for it. And that means that we have been super busy repainting the entire main floor and some of the bedrooms. And and this is including all of the trim on the main floor, installing some wood laminate flooring, washing blinds, patching holes. And we have been doing all of that with the help of some amazing friends. So huge thank you to Susie, Preston, Katie, and Amy. You guys were all a huge help. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I also know that the carpet is in desperate need of being replaced. And so we do plan to have new carpet installed as soon as we pull out and before the new owners come in. And so that's also a really strange feeling to know that we will never see this home all completed with the new carpet. And what's really funny is we're making all these changes now in an effort to increase the value and the appeal for somebody else. But really, we have been living with all of these things for some time now. And we always knew that we wanted to make these changes eventually. And we kind of had the plan that we would make these changes once the kids moved out. But what we didn't know at the time was that we would be moving out with the kids. (laughs) So that essentially means that we have been living with the same flooring and the paint and the carpet and the blinds and the light fixtures for years now. And while we noticed that there was some wear and tear over time, because there always is, the wear and tear just became a lot more obvious when we started to look at our home through the eyes of a potential buyer. And this really got me wondering about my own life personally. If I were a potential buyer looking at my life, would I buy into it? Would I invest in it? Would I look at my life and give it a resounding yes? Would I give a resounding yes to my job, to my health, to my relationships? Would I opt into the kind of foods and the quantity of food that I'm currently putting into my body? Would I buy into the activities that I choose to do day in and day out? Or would I look for something else, something that better reflects the life that I want to create? If I were a potential buyer looking into my life, would I be the kind of buyer that was looking to negotiate a lower rate because I could see how much wear and tear there was and how much work needed to be done? Would I choose to invest instead into a custom build and start from scratch? What would I see? What would I choose? If I were a potential buyer looking at the life that I've built for myself currently, would I buy into it? Would I choose it on purpose? Or would I walk in thinking, I want to change that, I want to change that, I want to change that? Would I buy into my life as it is? Or would I be buying into the potential of what it could be? When we look at a home, we might ask about the foundation, the plumbing, the electricity, the roof. We want to know if it's a good investment for us or not. We want to know if the bones of the house are good, We want to know if we'd only be dealing with cosmetic changes or if we had maybe bitten off a little bit more than we could chew. So we can ask these similar questions about our lives. How is the foundation? Are there just a few things that need to be tweaked in order to create the life that we want or do we need a complete overhaul? Are these changes purely cosmetic or are there cracks in the foundation and other things in need of immediate attention in order to make this life more attractive and more inhabitable for us? So kind of zoom out and take a look at your life as a new potential buyer. What do you choose to focus on? Are you focusing on the flaws or the outdated furniture? Or are you focusing on the bonus room and the potential? How is your physical health? How are you spiritually? When it comes to those that you spend the most time with, does it feel supportive for you? 
Or is it time to mix things up and find people that are more aligned with where it is that you want to be and where it is that you want to go? How are your intimate relationships? How is your communication? Where do we need to maybe add a fresh coat of paint or do a little bit of deep cleaning in order for you to buy into the life that you really want? What are you willing to invest when it comes to building this life that you really want? Is it going to take some time, some money, some commitment? Looking at your life exactly as it is now, what does your life show that you currently value? Your current life is a reflection of what it is that you currently value. So really be honest about where you're at. Are there things that you could start doing or stop doing right now in order to increase the value and longevity of the life that you currently have? With just a few simple tweaks, can this be the life of your dreams? Or do you need a complete overhaul? Is it time to call in a specialist maybe to hold your hand, so to speak, and show you how to make the changes that you want to make? Because I tell you what, like I really truly appreciated our friends coming over to help us out with that flooring. I mean, yes, overall, it's a very simple thing. It's just kind of clicking and bumping them with a hammer, right? And also with all of those corners, all of the measurements, all the nooks and crannies, wanting to make sure the pattern looked good. I so appreciated having my friends step in with their expertise with that flooring. And the same is true for us when we want to make changes. It's not necessarily a hard thing to do, but when it's something that you haven't done before, it really can help to have somebody alongside you to show you how to make those simple changes, changes that can really deeply impact how you feel and how you show up in the world. So again, if you would like an outside perspective and a little help and support around building the life that you want, come and join my wait list. I would love to work with you. You get to choose what you buy into. You get to choose what kind of a life you want. Other people will have their opinions, but you get to choose what you want to invest in. This week, we're getting our home ready for pictures for our listing. And of course, we want the pictures to be as appealing as possible and to appeal to as many people as possible. And also, we know that everybody that is going to look at our home is going to have a different idea and a different perception about what they would prefer and what they would find appealing and attractive when it comes to buying a home. We would drive ourselves crazy trying to make our home appealing to every single person on the market. And the same is true for us. Just notice if you're focusing on how your life looks from the outside so that others will buy into it and intentionally choose instead to shift your focus into making your life something that you want to buy into, making this comfortable and sustainable for you. Really think about it. Look at your life with new eyes. Assess where you were at. Assess what needs to be decluttered, what needs to be replaced, what needs to be deep cleaned. Become conscious of the current reality that you have created and then decide if you want that on purpose. And is the life that you have and the life that you want, are they the same thing? And if not, what might need to be changed? And what is the first next step that you can take to get closer to this end goal? We are all constantly going through shifts. And sometimes this happens by way of a physical move where you are changing geographical locations across the country. And of course, that can impact your employment, your housing, your schooling, your friend groups. And when we are doing a geographical move, we totally accept that these changes are going to be a part of that process. And we still choose it on purpose. We choose those changes on purpose. And also, sometimes even when we aren't moving, we might recognize that maybe we need to change our employment, our schools, our friend groups, our nutrition. We don't have to wait for a major life event in order to create change for ourselves. Thinking on my home and all of the work that we have done in the last couple of weeks, part of me really deeply wishes that we had made these changes when we had more time to enjoy them. So why not make the changes that you want to make now? 
Stop waiting for the kids to move out or for something else to change. Take that next first step now so that you can enjoy it for longer. It can be easy to let life just happen to us, to allow the carpets to become stained and worn, to let the dust settle on all of the fans and light fixtures and blinds. The dust settles and oftentimes we just let it because that feels easy. It's the path of least resistance and our brain, it doesn't want us to change because that takes work and our brain wants to be lazy. But you get to choose on purpose the life that you want to create. So ask yourself, are my actions creating the life that I really want? And if not, what can you do right now to improve your situation? Just pick one thing. What is one thing that you could start doing or stop doing today to improve your relationships, your employment, your physical space? What is one thing that you could start doing or stop doing today to improve your mental, emotional, physical, or spiritual well-being? Just pick one. What would it be? Truth be told, I really enjoy all of the little ads that come up on Facebook. Like, I just love them. Facebook knows me so well. (laughs) And I have been known to buy all of those random things that pop up in my feed. So you know what? This weekend, I purchased a weighted hula hoop, and it should be arriving later today, and I'm super excited about it. It just looked like so much fun. And I honestly debated with myself about adding more stuff to my house since we're moving. But as I thought about it, I thought, you know what? Number one, I want to make this move fun. I want something fun to look forward to. And that sounds like a fun way to work out. Number two, I am positive that that will work my core. And I know that I need to strengthen my core during this move, especially with all of the heavy lifting. And so I figured, you know what? Like, why not start now? If it could help me out now, why not start now? Just do a few minutes every day with a weighted hula hoop. It sounds like so much fun. (laughs) So I will let you know how the weighted hula hoop goes. But I just wanted to find a way to intentionally add more fun into my life while also improving my core strength. It's not a big thing. It's a little thing, but it is something that could have a big difference. We'll find out. So pick one thing that you could start doing or stop doing now to better support you, even if it's a weighted hula hoop. All right. So true story. When we did first look at this home 15 years ago, I loved it. I loved the bonus room that we still call the playroom, even though my kids are all grown. I loved the fenced-in backyard, the jet tub, the skylight. I fell in love with this home. And also when I moved in, I did not love the color of the master bath. (laughs) It was orange, like really orange. But I loved the rest of the house so much that I didn't care. I said, you know what? We can just paint that room first. It's not a big deal. Well, we did not paint that room first or second or third. In fact, we have painted, I counted up eight rooms in this house that we have painted, and none of them were that bathroom. (laughs) That bathroom is still orange. And truth be told, over time, I have come to love the orange. It makes me happy. And also, it's good to notice that there is a difference between changing your mind and coming to love something versus settling. Don't settle. Make your life the life that you want on purpose. Choose to change it or recognize that you are choosing not to change it and then choose to love it. Make the changes that you want to make now and then maintain it so that 15 years from now, you can say, I made my life into something I truly love and I did it on purpose. I did it for me, not so that somebody else would buy into it, but because I wanted to buy into it and I wanted to make it something that I love, so I chose to invest in it. So for this week, take a look at your life through new eyes. Decide what stays and what goes. Decide what needs a fresh coat of paint, so to speak. Decide what you're going to choose to love on purpose. You have it within your reach to make your life a life that you truly love. 
And of course, if you'd like to have somebody in your corner to ask the questions like, hey, have you ever thought about trying it this way? Or, ooh, maybe that's a little bit outdated. Would you like me to help you find something more current? Then I am happy to help. Come and work with me. I would love to work with you. All right, let's make this week a great one on purpose. Love you guys and let's talk soon. Bye now. If you have experienced personal benefit just by listening to this podcast, just imagine how much more growth you could experience by working with me one-on-one. Apply to work with me now by going to marianwalker.life. I'll see you there.